Another scary night for Canterbury residents who had to flee their homes as fire tore through the Waikari Valley. Flames ripped through about 300 hectares of land overnight, threatening homes and property and sending flames flaring high into the night. With the fire now declared contained, residents have been allowed to return to their homes as firefighters shift their focus to dampening down hotspots. And all residents but one have also returned to their homes in Christchurch's Port Hills, where another major fire is still burning five days after it started. Neva Chittick reports. Waikari local Sally Thompson got a call from a local fireman last night telling her to prepare to evacuate. Shortly before midnight, a police officer turned up on her doorstep and said it was time to go. We had readied a couple of bags and some precious photos and things and got them in four different vehicles with the farm dog and sons of Shearer, so we got his grinder and all his sharing gear and that and came down to Waipra and I actually am a chronic snorer so my husband and I slept, well we didn't actually sleep but we stayed in the car in the truck outside. It's not her first brush with fire. We had one down here a couple of weeks ago in Waipra and the young couple who, one of the properties that was directly affected by that are good friends of ours and I had said to them that we sleep with our windows open at this time of the year just so we can smell something hopefully but then someone said, pointed out to me apparently you don't smell smoke if you're asleep. It was deja vu for Liz Wynn Slade as he realised he needed to leave his home again. Grabbed the animals and forgot to a cat and a dog and had to catch them and bring them in as well. But yeah, stressful night. It's a bit of a worry because way back in 1989, we, me and the wife had a experience like our house burned down and we lost animals in the fire. So it was a bit traumatic for us. He then watched the flames from his motorhome window in Waikari Domain before heading to the evacuation centre in Waipara. We're looking out the window and you can see the sky light up with the flames. It was quite high. It was sort of coming towards us and we were a little bit nervous, but it was some distance away. But uh, you could see it sort of diminish, go up and down. And it, it was quite strong and you could see it was uh, pretty mean. This afternoon, Fire and Emergencies Incident Controller Des Irving told residents the fire had been contained. Containment means that you can go home tonight, right? But you know, you still have to be vigilant because there's still a live fire burning heading towards Glenmark Drive, but it's still some kilometres away. Uh, we're going to be here for a few days yet. Meanwhile, on Christchurch's Port Hills, 40 hotspots are still burning. Fens controller for that incident, Steve Kennedy, says more than 100 firefighters are still working to put them out five days on. A lot of the hotspots are actually inside what we call the burnt-out area. Uh, so even if it, it came into flame with a lot of them, it's not going to go anywhere because it's already burnt around it. So a lot of the hot spots are kind of it's down underground, and sometimes they don't look like much so until they start digging into them. The flames have claimed a local student radio station's entire transmitter shed on Marley's Hill, reducing it to ash. RDU Programme Director Liam Donnelly says they temporarily lost broadcast for a few hours before the backup jumped to life. He says the public support has been heartwarming. Even just actually offering equipment. This is broadcasting equipment. You know, it's not simple, cheap stuff. But the public have just been so lovely to us. I'm still shocked. I, I've never seen an outpouring of love like this. So I'm um, super appreciative. So some good news for the moment. But Canterbury's dry conditions and total fire ban are not set to ease anytime soon.